Hey, y'all, welcome to the Fly Girls Podcast, where we're keeping it real, keeping it live, keeping it fly. Kess, what are we going to be talking about in this podcast? So this is the Fly Girls Podcast, where we'll discuss goals, relationships, and college. And we're really just giving you the Black woman's take on being fearless in the pursuit of a full and successful life. So my name is Kessiana. They call me Kess. And I am a graduate student in um, the McCombs Business School. And I'm studying business analytics, and I'm also the GA for Fly. Um, fun fact, I'm a Leo, and I think the Leo description really embodies me. Like, I'm very outgoing, very, you know, full of life, very happy, mingling, all of that. <laughs> so, Sid, tell me about yourself. Hey, y'all. I'm Sydney. I'm a program coordinator with the Fearless Leadership Institute. Um, I am a... Libra and you know I agree with it halfway and I agree I don't agree with it I'm very indecisive at times but we break in that um and also they say we're the life of the party we're spontaneous I agree with those things um but yeah Libras are great Get you <laughs> tip. I'm gonna pass it to you oh and I'm gonna kick it to Marissa actually Hey, you guys. <laughs> I'm Marissa. I'm also a graduate assistant with Fly. Um, I'm at 2L at Texas Law, and I'm a Pisces. However, my rising's Capricorn, and I feel like I align more th with that. You know, if y'all get really into the Zodiacs. Um, but I'm still kind of creative like a Pisces, so I guess I'll stick with it. I'm going to kick it over to Thais. What about you? Hey y'all, my name is Thais. Thank you for uh, having me, <laughs> or I'm having y'all. Okay, so <laughs> I serve as director for the Fearless Leadership Institute. Of course, we go by the name of Fly. Um, and I just love my job. Like my husband always says, I haven't worked a day in my life. Actually, I have, but for Fly, it just feels like a love journey. Um, so I'm not really into signs, but my sign does fit me. Uh, so maybe I should be into it. So I'm an Aquarius, which is a water baby, and I love the water. Like, you give me an ocean, you give me a lake, you give me a river, you give me a creek, you give me a shower. I'm going to be in that thing and just chilling. So that's me. What about you, Tiffany? Yes, so I'm Tiffany Lewis, and I work at the University of Texas at Austin, and one of the, I am one of the co-founders for the Fearless Leadership Institute. Um, for me, I'm a Gemini, and I think I kind of live up to the positive attributes of a Gemini. Um, I have a little bit of a split personality, <laughs> uh, but you know, all good stuff, all good splits. Um, so, <laughs> so today I have the pleasure of introducing the very first topic for the Fly Girls podcast, and it's around shooting your shot, right? What? Shooting your what? Your shot, right? Okay. So all these like, opinions and a little bit of controversy around whether or not a woman should be the one to shoot the shot, right? And since this is the beginning of a new academic school year, um, you know, we see a lot of new faces, um, a lot of new people to get to know. And, you know, we just wanna, we know that y'all peeping. So, you know, you probably wondering if you should shoot your shot. So we mm -hmm. thought we'd have a discussion about whether or not you should go ahead and shoot your shot. And there are five of us, so we have a lot of opinions. So let's just go ahead and get started. Okay, so mm -hmm. I'll lead us off. I'll go ahead and talk about 
my position on this. I think that it is completely appropriate for the woman to shoot her shot. Now, again, I think it's appropriate, but there are boundaries, right? You can only really go so far. You don't want to come off looking a little thirsty, but it's okay to let the dude know <laughs> that you're interested and you see him and you see him seeing you. Um, so, you know, that's kind of my take on it. Anyone I agree. I agree. I think women have a way of like, just, you know, moving and shaking and not shaking, but like <laughs> a way of, you know, <laughs> being around so that like, you know, what we're feeling in all ways, whether we're happy, sad, mad, whatever it is. If we're interested, I think we have a way of, you know, just hey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I think we have a way of doing that. And so if that is our shooting of shots, then that's how we shoot our shot. I mean, that, I feel like that's what they really need to know is that we're interested and then like the doors open. I think maybe men are I won't speak for all, but maybe some just don't want to be rejected or whatever, you know. So if it's like if the door is open for you, why not walk through? Right. Make sure you have an inviting spirit. Right. Inviting. I'm all about the inviting spirit. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna, you know, shoot my shot, kick open the door. But, you know, I'll crack it a little bit and let you know, like, exactly. we, we hear it, but not explicitly. So you're more of an old school type of girl, Marissa, where you want them to come to you, but you'll let them know I'm available for you to come to or not. So you'll make them feel comfortable because, you know, a lot of guys are kind of insecure and intimidated by especially such a woman as yourself. So tell me about that. That's fair. Um, yeah, I would say I'm a little more old school with it. Um, I'm not going to be the one to shoot my shot, but I am definitely, you know, friendly about it. I'm not going to shut the door in anybody's face or anything like that. But I do think that after you get through college, it's it's harder to really meet people. I think that guys do start to get intimidated and that's mm. frustrating, honestly, but it's the reality that we live in. So I don't really know how to navigate that. Y'all got any ideas? <laughs> I would say um, men are bold in college and then change a little bit after. I agree. Men are what? What'd you say, Kat? Bold in college. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, okay, so I went to Hampton University. It's HBCU in Virginia. And the ratio for, like, men to women is, like, 2 to 12. So even if they shot their shot, they have other options. And so they would be bold because it's like shooting in the dark. Like, some, you'll make some. I'm two like, to twelve. One out of twelve. It's <laughs> it's bad. It's a lot of black women, which is good. You know, black women getting our education and everything. But it's so many of them. The men just can choose anything that they want. Wow. Yeah, that brings up a really interesting topic. So, black men in professional fields, like there are significantly less. Going back to like the numbers Cass was talking about. Once you get out of college, there's so many more black women in professional school in comparison to black men and honestly they just kind of treat it like what they're one of very few and they are but i feel like they kind of get cocky about it because as women we don't have that many options so we should be oh so grateful if they want to be with us which 
That's true. I mean, it extends even beyond college because you have so few black men, they become kind of like unicorns, right? So even in the professional world, they ascend much quicker. You know, they become, they go to the C-suite quicker. And then of course, like you said, Marissa, they just like, you know, I'm the, I'm the stuff and you, you should want me. Um, and if you don't, it's okay. Cause I got a line, I got a team, I got a bench. A roster. A roster. A roster. So would you date, Marissa, would you date a guy who is not, so to speak, I won't say on your level because I don't like that term, but who's not in professional school, who's not in grad school, or who didn't, you know, get a, a, a second degree like yourself? I think it depends on what you're doing with your life. Like, if you have a plan, um, then that's cool with me, but you have to... I'm tired of men with potential. Like you have to be actually actively walking in your potential. Um, yeah. People can talk a big game and I just, I can't be building anybody up when that's not trying to help themselves as well. Yeah, I agree. Potential dies after a while. <laughs> you reach a certain age and it's like, uh, it's no longer called potential, but it's called what you're doing um, <laughs> with your life. What about you, Sam? We haven't heard from you. Um, I mean, going back to the topic of whether we feel like women should pursue, I'm with, I'm with Marissa, like, I want to be pursued. And I like, I feel kissed on the like, you know, we can guide them to pursue us and stuff. I'm a little awkward sometimes. So like, sometimes I don't know how to do that. But, you know, like, we would like, we try to make something shape. But yeah, it's like, I want to be pursued. I'm a little old school, too. But yeah. So how are you awkward? So like, say I'm the dude right now and I'm checking you out, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're looking at me like that, I'm probably going to look away. Like, I don't, like, sometimes I don't know what to do. Like, if it's like organic, like, it's just natural and we're being goofy or something and we're, and we're speaking, then it's cool. But it's like, when I know, like, you checking me out, then I'm kind of like, like, look away, like... <laughs> Because even though I know your personality and I know that you would be open to a guy, he might be thinking, oh, she, she ain't, she ain't open. So let me move on. Right. So you have to learn how to make eye contact. Right. So to me, like I was saying, I feel like there are, you shoot your shot, but there are limits. Right. So being available, making eye contact, you know, shooting a smile over there. Like, you know, I see you. Yeah. Oh, I was whatever. Like, that's it. My shot. Teach you how to shoot your shot? Yeah, if I was to shoot my shot, what what do I need to do? The steps. Okay. So, so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pull from uh remember when Sean was saying uh <laughs> she was like, You got to elongate, you know. Come to what did she, say? she said like, you got to no, he said stretch. Stretch. Oh well, I ain't stretching. But I do feel like you know, you should give them something to look at, like you know, come to attention, you know, if y'all keep making eye contact, you know, maybe giving a extended eye contact, like, basically you saying, you coming over or what? <laughs> Shoot him a smile, you know, then turn away. So he right, but, like, but okay, if you do that, If you do that look away thing like you just did, it's going to take a really brave dude to still come at you. No, I mean, like, after you've made the extended eye contact, you know, you don't want to just be staring in a staring contest, you know, just like, okay, I, I, I gave this opportunity, but, but I ain't thirsty. So let me just go on and. Okay. So what does thirsty look like then? What's thirsty look like? Oh, I think thirsty is like, when you like, come on, 
Like, don't be doing all that. Just make the eye contact. Let the eye contact speak for itself. But you ain't got to be summoning. Like, no. No, don't be that girl. Or going over there. Like, I saw you looking at me. No. <laughs> so, oh, two things. So, firstly, I think that, well, I guess I've learned that, like, how we interact with the men, I feel like it also attracts the type of person that we want. Like, for Sid, if she's saying, like, she's awkward when somebody's, like, I, maybe giving her the eyes or whatever. Um if she would prefer somebody who would like come over, have like a conversation, that's the type of man that she prefers, you know? Yeah. Like that's the, that's the vibe that she likes. Or am I wrong? No, I agree. Oh, you're right. Go ahead, Sid. I said she's right. I think about the Sixth Street days, like when dudes just like, hey, shawty, can I get your number? You don't even know my name. Like, stop, talk to me. <laughs> I had one that said, um, he said, I'll give you my number. <laughs> did, did I ask for it? I, I had a guy, he kept trying to, like, I hate when they, um, like, go, psst, psst, hey, psst. Like, no, I don't respond to that. Ladies, don't respond to that. So he was doing that, and I was like, no, I'm not interested or whatever. I can't remember. I tried to lay him down nicely, and he was like, bitch. Oh. And I was like, let me just keep walking because I'm not, you know, it's not the time or the place for me to get ratchet on him. So, yeah, don't respond to this. And even like the A shorty, there's still kind of, I mean, yeah, it's not, it's not, yeah, it's not. It should be able to come to you in a respectable way. You know what I'm saying? Hey, how you doing? My name is this. What's your name? I saw you from across the room. Not, psst. Hey. And that's the type of man that you would prefer, somebody who wouldn't say that. Because mm-hmm. if he's calling you like that in the beginning, that lets you know how the relationship's going to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Pay attention. Okay. What about, go ahead, Tim. I was going to say, let's flip it a little bit. So my son, when, so my son is 19. He's a college student right now. And when he was in, I think maybe early high school, you know, He's in a high school that was predominantly Caucasian. Um, so, of course, you know, a lot of his kind of love interests were not black, right? But there were some black girls in the school. And I used to be like, hey, Calvin, you know, how come you're not dating any other black girls? He was like, because, man, you know, they just, you know, when you ask a white girl out, you know, she'll dismiss you politely. You know, black girls, she'll have an attitude. She'll be talking about, boy, please, you know you know so you know she embarrassed you so I just don't even approach a black girl I'm interested in so I wanted to pose uh the question how do you let a man down lightly who is shooting his shot that's a great question Tiffany yeah let's not let's not tear our brothers down even right. if they they raggedy <laughs> <laughs> so how, you know what's y'all's take on that how would you let a guy down lightly who's trying to shoot his shot but you're not really interested you know, I keep seeing on Twitter, it's like, why do women lie um, when, like, you, like, why you got to lie about having a boyfriend? <laughs> I'm like, maybe that's the first thing I thought of so that I didn't have to just say no or, like, I didn't have to be rude or whatever. So it's like, you couldn't have gotten me if, because I'm not available and not because I'm not interested, you know? Mm-hmm. But sometimes that's just, I've said it. I know. I think lies in no sense are okay. Like Rahab lied to save the people on the um, on the wall. 
you know what I'm saying? So why can't we tell a, a lie that'll help save somebody and let them down lightly? And I know nowadays, I don't know if y'all give out numbers, like my daughter, some dudes asked her for her, uh, or some guys, shall I say, asked her for her Snap handle and her Instagram handle. I was like, oh, okay, that's how we're doing it now. But for me, I would just give the wrong number, but it would be the, the right number all the way through, except for one number wrong. That way, if they ask me again, <laughs> I would, could remember it. Is that? <laughs> oh, I've done that. Well, but I've, I've tried that. Can you hear me? Go ahead. Yeah. Um, however, some of these men are real bold. So while they're still in your presence, they may try and call it. And then you look real crazy and you got to correct it and be like, oh, I just had a little bit of a dyslexic moment. So sorry. Like, I, sorry, I've never experienced that. That I is great. My phone is dead. Or it's on do not disturb. Oh, that's good. No, like, but back in my day, depending on your community, like I've had guys come back, like I've seen them somewhere else, and they like, did you give me the wrong number? And I'm like, yeah. you know what? I, I probably, I probably did. My bad. I got my number changed. So you know, I've had people like hit me up the second time they see me. Oh. So in other words, this lie can like lead you down the tunnel, right? <laughs> Maybe lying is not good. Right. Even the line with I have a boyfriend, when they find out you with somebody else or like you like say they boy comes up to you to try to, to get with you. Right. Not knowing that his friend tried to get with you and you give him your number. And like she told me she had a boyfriend. Like so the lies might not be the best thing. Let's come up with something good, y'all. I, I come up with brunch. I call it brunch. Brunch. OK. <laughs> So, I mean, like, it's just like, oh, like, I like I just want to be friends. Like, we can go get brunch or something. Because, like, brunch is so wholesome. Like, <laughs> You're like I ain't turning down no free meals, though. So, we can go I mean, I, I, And I'm, I'm a person, like, I, like, I'll pay for my meal. Because, like, I don't want you to get the wrong idea. Like, oh, like, it's a date now. I'll pay for the meal. Like, no, like, we can go have some wholesome brunch at from 12 to 2 in the afternoon. And like we could be friends, but I don't, I don't agree with that. Sid. No, <laughs> no, because you still leaving the door open. So even though you like, we can go to brunch, and I'm gonna pay. He's still thinking he got a shot because you invited him to brunch. And they'll so take him wrong with it. You have to cut it off. If you're not interested, you're not interested. So he gonna come in for that layup. That's right, because he's still gonna be trying to holler at brunch. I just like brunch, y'all. <laughs> Well, baby, we can me and you can go to brunch, okay? Yeah, you don't have to go with him. I say just don't open it. Like, if you see, like, if we're talking about, like, sh people shooting their shot on social media, like, I can check out the profile and see if that's somebody I might be interested in, not just based off aesthetics, but based off how you, you choose to present yourself to the world. Like, I can know if that's somebody that I would want to give a chance. And if it's not, like that notification is just gonna sit there. Like I'm just never gonna open it. And if they keep sending them, that's fine. We, you know, we can appreciate persistence, but just don't open it. You don't have to deal with it. Hilarious. So we can give them the right number and then just never respond. Yes. <laughs> I have done that. Or the snap or Instagram, like what you were saying, Thais, like. Give them the snap. I don't really use my snap, so it's like you give them the right thing, but you ain't got to open the... Okay, yeah, that's... 
I what, think, what are you thinking, Tim? I just think the deception is like, don't do it. Just be honest. Like when I'm out, well, kind of honest. Okay. So when I'm out and I'm not even talking about social media, I'm talking about face to face out. Before I got married, if I was out and I did not want to talk to someone, I would just let them know I'm not in a position or in a place right now in my life where I'm looking for a relationship. So, you know, I'm flattered by the attention. I appreciate you coming over to talk. Um, but unfortunately, this won't be going any further. Wow. That's, that's keeping it real, y'all. Yeah. I mean, and that's what we said we're going to do. Keep it real. Keeping it real, yeah. keeping it live. And you don't have to be ugly. You don't need an audience, you know, just be like, you know. Until his okay. friend comes over and his friend is fine as hell. And you'd be like, hey. Oh, so now, I'm <laughs> now I'm looking, okay. <laughs> now I'm available. <laughs> a minute later. I also feel like every, well, not every time, but like, guys are pretty like suave sometimes like they always have a response for what you have to say i remember i was at walmart and this man was like uh, can i be your boyfriend not a date not number nothing before that can i be your boyfriend i said i don't know you like <laughs> why no he was like but we can get to know each other blah, 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 blah. and then i was like but why would you ask me this you don't know me i could be crazy he said we could be crazy together i said <laughs> I come back for everything. <laughs> and then, like, of course, now I'm laughing because, like, this is a joke to me. And he's like, "See, I got you smiling. I got you smiling. Blah blah blah." I was like, "This is not okay. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is not it. This is not the one for me." Hilarious. I want to bring up kind of like how Tiffany brought up her son and how he's, you know doesn't want to break, shoot a shot with black girls because how they can lay them flat. But what about like my daughter, she's 16 and she says none of the black guys like black girls at her school. They all date white girls. And so she just feels rejected. You know, it's not one in particular that she likes, but just as a whole, she's like, black dudes don't like us. And the black girls in my school feel rejected. So I can relate. You can relate. But now you got a boo, so just let time pass. <laughs> yeah. I told her that maybe, you know, God is protecting her from some things because most of the guys at this age in high school who are with those white girls, they just getting their goods. You know, it's nothing good necessarily coming out of it. So maybe God is shielding her from things that she doesn't need in her life right now. And I know it's hard because you want somebody to like you. You're at the age where your hormones are like, hey, somebody, I'm over here. And nobody's paying attention. But at the same time, you can focus on your school, your volleyball, your job, just, you know, your your skill, your crafts, and just, you know, know that I love you. I think you're cute. You got a cute little booty. That's what I tell her. <laughs> like, I do? Uh-huh. Cute little booty. <laughs> so cute. This is so funny. I definitely agree. I think, at least in my experience, I think that I found men matured more. And maybe because I was at an HBCU, that's where they like grew to really love black women. But when they're at that young age, like they're like what they're looking for is not the same thing that they'd look for in five years. So I think that's kind of part of it too. Like it's just immaturity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
What about for women who are trying to shoot their shot with this, a same-sex relationship with other women? Anybody have, is that different? I think the rules are the same. Mm -hmm. But if you're used to the guy being, you know, old school, the guy coming to you and shooting his shot, who's the, you know, if it's two women, who's the, who shoots the shot? I, I don't know. I mean, it's already an unconventional, unconventional from the beginning. So I think that their approach, and I, w I don't know this to be true, but I would assume that the, the approach is also unconventional. So you don't necessarily, there are no rules, right? There are no gender rules, so to speak. So, you know, whoever is interested, they just approach. Yeah, it's like I've, I've had friends um, who are in a same-sex relationship and like, yeah, there's no gender roles for one. Um, they take each other on dates. It's more of just like, like supporting each other, having the, having a respect and everything. So. Cool. All right. I think this was a great discussion. I do too. Y'all ready to close it out and move on? <laughs> yeah, I think let's move on. So like, um, as, um, just for the audience, for this podcast, you know, these discussions, you know, will continue to happen um, as often as we can. Um, but also at the end of those discussions, we want to make sure that we are highlighting fearless women, um, either locally or across the globe. Um, and so today we would like to talk a little bit about Kelly Rowland. You know, she is a boss. I hear she's pregnant. I think I heard that this morning. Mm -hmm. Anybody got the deets on that? Who got the deets on that? She's at least five months pregnant. That's all I know. That's all you <laughs> Congratulations, Kelly. Mm -hmm. well, we I pray the baby is healthy and strong. We know she's going to be a good mommy. Yes, yes. What is y'all's like, favorite thing about Kelly Rowland? I would say mine is like the fact that she's like, she she stands up for like our dark, dark skinned women. She loves, like, she's a great example for like loving your skin and loving mm -hmm. yourself. And that kind of thing. That's the first thing that came to my mind too. I just mm -hmm. like how graceful she is. You know, even if you think back to the early days of um, Destiny's Child and kind of the mess with, you know, the group members falling out, like, you know, I never heard or saw anything in the, in the blogs or in the, you know, in the media about her bashing anyone. As a matter of fact, I don't think she took any interviews about it. Um, so I just always appreciate um, the professionalism um, that she's shown and how she's always kind of above the fray. Mm -hmm. she's, she's staying in her own lane and she's doing her thing. Like, you know, Beyonce is worldwide. Kelly Rowland, she's still, she has a huge fan base. She has, uh, what is it, the... Fabletics. I know she was doing like a campaign with them. Like she's doing a whole lot of little things. I'm like, oh, and she's just popping while she's doing it. <laughs> Literally popping. popping. <laughs> awesome. So ladies, also as a part of this um, podcast, we want to make sure that um, we're talking about what's important in our life and making sure that you all are being successful in all realms of your life, right? And one of them right now is getting to the polls. Tiffany, tell us about getting to the polls. Well, um, first, I think just with every fly out girl, you know, civic engagement or being civically conscious of what's going on around you 
um, is always important because it informs how you move day to day in your professional life, um, how you take care of your family. So always being in the know is important. Um, as Tice just mentioned, the polls are extremely important right now. Y'all know we have an upcoming election. Okay. So wherever you are, you need to be paying attention to the early voting days to make sure that you get your vote in early. And if you can't do that, please make sure that you get to the polls on November 2nd and make sure your voice is counted because it is so important. Our lives depend on it. Um, you know, it, I mean, literally. Um, so please make sure that you are um, fulfilling your duty as a citizen um, to make sure that you cast your vote in favor of your presidential candidate. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Another thing that's very important to fly is global experience. Ladies, I don't care if you're at UT or an HBCU or another predominantly white institution, wherever you are, gain global experience, study abroad. It'll open up your skill set to another level. You'll be more reputable when you go to your interviews. I know a lot of students, they go on interviews and the person who's interviewing sees that they went to China or they went to Cape Town or they went to Japan. And it becomes less about all this other stuff on their resume and tell me about your experience abroad. And it just opens up so many doors. I know Marissa and Sid on here, they both studied abroad. You wanna give us one quick blurb on why they need to do it, ladies? I could start, um, for one, it's life-changing. Like you do things that you never thought you would do. And so once you put yourself in a mind, like put yourself in a different country, you're doing all these amazing things. You come back to America and you're like, oh, like all the things that I, I didn't think I could achieve. Like I can do this. I can start my own business. I can, like I changed my major and it was the best thing I, I could have ever done. Like there's so many things that it just opened me up to and my parents didn't want me to go and then like saw all the amazing things. They're like, oh, we're going to go take a trip. So, <laughs> right. so now the Cox family is going abroad. What's up, Marissa, real quick? Yeah, no, I agree. So my parents didn't want me to go either. They were like terrified of me going overseas. And I thought that I had like this expansive um, mentality. But when I got over there, there was just so many different perspectives that I hadn't even tapped into because I didn't have the opportunity to. So coming back to the States, I just, I feel like I grew so much while I was over there. Um, and it was really what I needed before starting law school. Like I needed that global perspective because I was encountering so many different types of people. Um, yeah, and it was really helpful. And every interview that I've been on since going to Cape Town, like it comes up every single time, like without fail. And it makes you such an interesting candidate. So it's definitely That's awesome. Thank you, ladies. And finally, our challenge for today, we want you to apply what we talked about. I don't know if anything <laughs> productive came out of it, but how can they apply about something for shooting your shot? What, what good thing came out of it? The message is to be open, right? Mm -hmm be open. So whether you feel comfortable being the aggressor <laughs> or, you know, kind of laying back in the cup for somebody to approach you, the key is just to be open and to express that you're, you're willing, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that's the challenge. I like that. I think the other part too is laying down softly and don't be thirsty. Oh, yes. Come on now. Be honest. Down. Be honest. Don't tell your brothers down. You know, just kind of put yourself in his shoes. 
mm-hmm. if you were on the other side, if you were the one shooting your shot, how would you feel if somebody was like that? Close us out, Kes. Well, that's all we have for today. So if you have any thoughts, comments, questions, concerns, um, and you want to share them with us or ask us, please just hit us up on social media or email us at flyfli at utexas.edu. And, you know, just keep in mind our challenge for the week, you know, be honest, be confident, put yourself out there, but don't attack. (laughs) With that, ready, set, Go get it. Woo!